hey, hey. Welcome back to Cryptoholics. It's season two. It's 2023. Uh, yeah. It's good to be back. Uh, it feels, feels like... I was going to say it feels like a month since we did the last one, but it was like a month. So <laughs> Yeah. It was. It was a maybe exactly a month uh we took the took the holidays off um it, it's honestly been so long that i forgot how to run twitter spaces so i'm trying to figure that out at the moment <laughs> yeah we just spent like 20 minutes well like we 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 wanted to start at uh like to eat 8 p.m for uh nifty's 9 p.m but we wanted to start sharp and we spent 20 minutes uh dealing with settings and all that stuff yeah uh, i literally already set up a twitter space but i cannot remember how to get to it there it is okay it's kind of crazy that i have to go to my own like profile to yeah anyway we're yeah. going live on twitter what's up twitter it's cryptoholics we're back for season two uh it's good to be back again sorry to repeat myself but uh couldn't figure out how to get twitter to start <laughs> <laughs> do you want to make a thread with the twitter space uh, uh link yeah i threw it on the uh thread you ah, nice. wrote earlier um let okay me see. Well, i can just check it yeah uh, grabbed it <clears throat> um and if you're listening and don't know what threads is it's uh Kind of like Twitter on the Hive blockchain, microblog, 240 characters, uh, literally whatever you want, uh, but it's tokenized. So there's a potential to earn. It's a good time. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, people use Twitter like all all day long. Some people even uh, tweet like 50, 100 uh, times a day. And they literally bring traffic to the platform, engagement. Uh, they they gain an audience and all that stuff. But they actually don't earn any money from from that uh, traffic gen generation and all the engagement they 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 bring to the table. But with threads, you actually get. I mean, not a lot of money, but you get something for each thread that you send out. And the thread is just a tweet yeah and you know you could uh, somebody made the analogy to me uh, on some other podcast that I joined uh, on Twitter some while ago uh, something about they had sent like 25 or 30,000 tweets in their lifetime of having an account and they haven't earned anything but you know they started creating like tiny posts on Hive this is before uh, you know threads was a thing but you know they were like you know I'm earning a couple cents here and there and you know in that five to ten years I spent sending those twenty-five thousand tweets, like what did I get from that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no uh, there's no profit or no money generation for normal people. You either are uh, an influencer with a lot of interactions and traffic, or you are selling something on Twitter, which uh, allows you to generate some profits, but. If you're a normal user, you're just there to be farmed, not to farm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but it's true. Uh, also, I wanted to show this. So I got a new kind of tequila to try. 
It's in it's in the skull decanter. Uh, it's probably not going to show it. Uh, it's pretty sick. It, it's yeah. called called El Mayor. Uh, nice. I don't know. Let's give it a shot. I haven't tried it yet, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, okay. Honestly, I had never heard about that one, but I do know that there are a lot of tequilas in northern Mexico that get uh, exported to the U.S. Uh, that I have never heard of, and they are good. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm Mexican, but I don't know tequilas. I just know like three or four, and I I know which are, which ones are good. But that's it. I mean, as long as it's good, El Mayor. Yeah, that was uh, really good. Uh, <clears throat> shot it warm, you know, the true way. Yeah. Like cold. Uh, yeah, that was very good. I like that. And we are very no longer crazy. listening to uh, country music in the background. We decided to go for instrumental uh, pop covers. Maybe like something like Ed Sheeran without... Without... Uh, lyrics and let's see how it goes. I, I didn't yeah. find normal instrumental uh, lists, so uh, let's just go with that one. Yeah, it'll work. It'll yeah. work. And I'm drinking from my Green Bay um, glasses. This was for me, this Very one's nice. for my girlfriend, but uh, today I'm using both because I don't want to uh, go down to the kitchen, so I have two of my. Uh, so in Mexico we have this uh, sort of so it's it's tomato juice with a lot of sauces like uh, Maggie sauce and all that stuff. We have some uh, spicy sauces and then you put some lime in there, like a lot of lime, and then you mix it with vodka or beer. Today I I, I choose vodka because uh, beer is bad for my belly apparently because I just lost around 9 to 10 pounds in just 19 days so um, I'm not drinking beer anymore that's awesome you know I, I was talking about this uh, with some friends like man I feel like I'm getting old I gotta stop drinking beer it's <laughs> I'm so fat because of beer uh, having it's some true. tequila every now and then is you know it's different because it's not full of like uh, what is it, empty carbs that cause the the shit so you know tequila here and there but i'm gonna lay on beer for a while maybe i'll lose 20 pounds yeah that is smart and uh i i was reading i don't know if it's true or not but i choose to believe it uh that one beer is the equivalent to uh to this, uh, I, I, I don't know the word in English, but like some loaf of bread, like like something like oh, this. Oh, yeah. 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 So I was like eating 20 loaves of, loaves of bread uh, per weekend. So it's just like yep. too much, man, too much. Yep. I, yeah, I, I love beer. It's, it's so hard to <laughs> not. Uh, Hey, we got it. We got somebody in the Twitter. Uh, we got Farm Girl. What's up? Uh, are you uh, threading right now? I hope so. Um, yeah, man. So, new year, new shit. Uh, oh, you know what? I think. I, I, I mean, because right now, Twitter Spaces only listens 
to you or can they listen to me through your speakers? So my hope is that they can hear you well enough through my speakers because it does run off my phone. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but Twitter, you can't host spaces or anything from a desktop. Yeah. Uh, it has to be on a phone or a tablet. And I guess I could run it through my tablet, but it would be the same thing. Uh, you can't have like, well, there's, there's these rigs you can get that, you know, you can use like microphones for inputs, but I'm not that fancy. So it is what it is. Uh, how does, how does, uh, Eric sound, uh, if you're listening on Twitter, how does, uh, how does he sound? How do I sound? Uh, throw a reaction, throw a heart if we sound good. Throw a reaction, throw a heart if we sound good. Throw a uh, oh, we're echoing. No, no, we're not. I was just, I, I went to the uh, spaces. Okay. And then... Doing it live, figuring it out. Yeah. This is how you do it. We don't we don't do that preparation stuff around here. But it's it's cryptoholics, you know. Yeah, and I just it's requested. Yeah. And I think it'll be okay because as long as I'm not echoing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I think I fixed it. Okay. Hey, hey. No echo on my end. I think we're good. Are you able to speak? Hey. Uh, oh, invite the co-host. Boom. All right. Grab that invite, and you should be. Okay. Uh, sweet. I think it's so good. So hopefully that's better. Yeah, I have no idea if Farm Girl can listen to me better. Can you? Uh, how, how do we sound? Anybody uh, hook us up with a check? Is there like a chat? Um, you know, there is. But I have no idea how to work it. Well, I think uh, she can tweet directly into the uh, space. How do we sound? Boom. Tweet straight into the space. Straight into the space. Yeah. Well, let's just see how it works. Either way, we'll have the video for you guys, for the seven people that will watch the video. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. Uh, I got a feeling there may be an echo because my phone can probably uh, hear you. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. We'll have the video recording uh, on 3Speak, so... If this sounds awful, you can just watch it there. Uh, it'll yeah. be up in a day or two. Yeah. I was just reading your thread from uh, around 14 hours ago. Or maybe it was yesterday. Man, I have no... Like, I'm losing control of time. No, it's not control. I'm losing track of time. Because I can't remember when I read something or, or who said it. But I think it was you. Yeah. And I think it was yesterday about... Uh, chilling and playing media. I, oh yeah, yeah. I cannot tell you. I, I, like usually you, you, 
you know, Steam is not um, sponsoring us, but if they want, they can reach out. But yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Business but, inquiries only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> usually, you know how Steam uh, has like a summer sale, and you can subscribe to some uh, games, and they'll let you know when they are. Um, uh, like when when they are when they have an offer or a uh, a markdown yeah. price, so yeah. I have probably like seventy games in my library, and I haven't played any of them, and it's been like that for for a year or so, like since last summer, summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, I just miss it, man. You know, I growing up and you know as a slightly younger i played a lot of video games and uh, the past few years i just haven't uh very much aside from like gods unchained or you know something that you don't play for like seven hours straight you know something yeah. you play for like an hour and then you're like fuck i keep losing and then you rage quit uh but lately i've been you know i got a ps4 and i got the playstation plus so you can play like any game uh in their little catalog and I recently got into Fallout 76, and I cannot fucking stop, man. It, it's so good. And you know, it's like a five-year-old game. Mm-hmm. Uh, did did you, are you familiar with the Fallout series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they actually uh, are they from Bethesda as well as like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I played the original Fallout One and Two back in the day on PC. Uh, where it was all like turn-based and you know you had the weird hex patterns that you moved with the ac action points through the hexes and uh, I didn't have any concept of what a 3d open world version of Fallout would be going in and man when I tell you it's just so it's so immersive and so complex is it like cyberpunk no it's like post-apocalyptic like a couple hundred years in the future, uh, there's robots and shit. Um, yeah, it, it's nuts. Um, but I caught myself the other day. I played it for like nine hours straight, oh. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I looked at the time, and I was like, "There's no fucking way." And I was like, "Okay, I'm losing touch with the reality. I gotta, I gotta stop. This is too much. I feel like I'm in high school again." Yeah, you exactly. Know, you get those marathon game sessions in, and you don't even think about it. And you're like, man, I was playing that game for like 12 hours. Yeah, it's like when, when you were in high school or maybe in middle school, and uh, <clears throat> it was a Friday, and you got some Coca-Cola and some, some chips. Some, uh, some Surge. Yeah, and then you started playing, and uh, like you didn't even notice, but the light was starting to come through the window. And you realized, fuck, it's 6 a.m. already, and I spent all night playing. Wow. And it was a Saturday, so it's okay. But still, like right, right now, nine hours of, of continuous gaming. That's that's amazing. I I wish, wish, I wish it could. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm ashamed of it, but it's okay. <laughs> At least I was still productive that same day. I made sure I, you know. Like, I'm going to do some stuff, but then I'm going to reward myself with this this marathon gaming session. 
yeah. it's been cool. Um, really enjoy it. I've put in an insane amount of hours. But I, on Steam, if I go back and look at the amount of hours I've put into games, I'd probably... Yeah, my ancestors would cry. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's when, bad. What happens to me is that uh, I, I get some nostalgia. And then I'm I like, oh, well, I wonder if this game is on Steam. And then it is. And then I find out there's like three or four games from the series. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to buy them all. It's just like 40 yep. bucks. So I get them all and I have like all the Tomb Raiders. I have all the uh, God of War. I have all... Oh, yeah, I have like 25 horror uh, games that I want to play. And I just started playing Amnesia. Uh, like, like, I tried it for like two hours uh, a few months ago, and it was, it was so good. But then I realized, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get hooked, and I'm not gonna do anything else for a long time. So I said, no, 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 fuck it. I'm, I'm gonna stop playing. Yeah. I, I went to bed, but. It's so easy to get immersed and to and to lose track yeah. of time and to just realize you just spent. And the thing with you and I and probably most people in the blockchain space is that we charge by the hour. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. So anytime that you are you are doing something else, I don't know if it happens to you, but I I started measuring my leisure time as not working hours. So mm -hmm. everything costs money for me. So it's like, if I spend two hours at a family gathering, I'm like, dude, I could be making money right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I feel that way for sure. You know, working in uh, in the crypto blockchain space is weird. Um, but you also realize like your time is way more valuable than you realize. Uh, whether it be when you're working or when you're just relaxing. Yeah. So sometimes it's hard to stop working. Like I know you, I know you have that. Like I, I'll sit and I'll be working for like 12 hours straight on my computer, and I'll look up and I'm like, fuck, it's like, it's like two in the morning, and all I've done is work for the past like 12 hours straight. But you know, as long as you got a balance, it's fine. Yeah. Finding the balance can be hard, but it, it's it's one of the things that I love about uh, listening to founders and CEOs and all that stuff from the chain chatter episodes. You get yeah. you get like a glimpse of of how the I mean you could call them the the successful side of crypto thinkers. So 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 you. You, you, you get like this uh, glimpse at how they try to balance their lives and how they how they manage to run a profitable business on chain without getting like without aging 20 years in the process you know so hopefully by February we start with the first episode of chain chatter season 2 I'm still working on the uh, details of the first episode but I really wanted to to become something maybe monthly because we tried to do that weekly, but it's hard to get founders to have the same schedule and to be able to come 
live for two hours and, and engage and, and interact, like openly interact. They don't know what they're sign, signing up for. Yeah, you just ask them questions, like open questions. So, but hopefully we yeah. have at least once a month, one 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 episode per month. Yeah, that's hard to organize because you gotta imagine like people in this space they work all over the world. You know, it's not just a couple time zones. You're talking about maybe, you know, if you have two guests, like uh, one of the last ones I watched, I, I can't remember the projects, but there were two guests in different parts of the world. Yeah. And to get everybody like in the same spot for two hours or however long uh, with a, you know, major time difference is tough. Yeah. One of the hardest ones to, to, to manage was Cal, who was in America, uh, the founder of I can't rem I, I cannot recall which one is which, but one of them was in Europe and the other one was in Asia. So yeah. for one of them was 10 a.m., for the other one was like 2 p.m., and for the other one was like 10 p.m. So yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Super interesting. Uh, and I think Cal said something on, on one of them that really struck me. He was talking about how he works in like 45 minutes to an hour chunk at yeah. a time and takes a break between that's that's such a good tip i'm trying to do that more yeah because i have a tendency to get sucked in and you know i forget what time it is yeah and then you you have to remember to drink water to get up to stretch to yep. like all of that stuff i was reading something about uh productivity it was an article and it said something around the lines of when you wake up, you, your brain is in alpha mode and you stay that way for a while. So if you get all the thinking and all the crea creativity done in that time, it's like two hours. If, if you do that and you get all the important stuff done in the morning, then you can take a break and then you can get another chunk of work done of the less important stuff and then you can maybe then you open the emails and then you do all the all the uh, time time consuming stuff of the of the work while you don't need to be so focused and you don't need to be so uh, like because you you already did all the important stuff in the morning right so yeah I don't know yeah well you know that's a that's enough talk about that yeah. Uh, I, I think we got the point across, but we were rambling. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, it just popped into my mind. It doesn't very often because I don't really look at crypto prices very often at all. But what do you think about this little pop we've got going on? What do you think about this little uptrend uh, that's been happening for the past few days in crypto? I'm not going to call it a bull, a bull trap because it doesn't feel that way. I, I don't think we're, we're going to go down, even if Genesis, just uh, like all the Genesis news about bankruptcy and all that stuff, it will hurt the, the space, but I don't think it will in terms of price. I think all of the uh, sellers are already out. So, yeah, while I think that shit's priced in. Like, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't call the bottom, but we were close. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, 
if I could say, uh, like, I think I'm gonna ramble again, but I bought Bitcoin like two weeks ago at 17. Yeah. And I bought a big chunk for my portfolio. And uh, I'm pretty sure, or I'm, I'm hoping that we will not see under 18K again at least in 2023 even if we have more debacles and more and more companies going down i think all of the blood was was uh that terra and then and then uh, ftx cost i think all of that is priced in so yeah instead of worrying about price i'm going to worry about keep buying before before the ball run in 2024 or maybe the summer of 2023 I don't know, but I don't think my portfolio is ever going to be in the red again until 2025. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think our, our we're pretty similar on on that. Uh, I feel like all this bullshit's priced in all the scams, all the you know FDX collapsing, Terra collapsing, and then just recently. Uh, what was it genesis global capital i think it was uh under gemini yeah using gemini iron platform they are about to file for bankruptcy so they're obviously insolvent uh allegedly i can't say that for sure but in minecraft uh, in minecraft probably and not none of this is investment advice that all of this occurs in minecraft yeah uh, <laughs> i mean we are drinking so you should yeah. take advice from two guys drinking and speaking about Steam games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Ah, that it's priced in. Yeah, all this shit's priced in. I mean, even the, what was it, BitLazo or, or something like that, the Russian exchange. I don't know. Maybe I'm mispronouncing it. There was an exchange that just collapsed. Uh, uh, yeah. It wasn't a big one, but... It was apparently a pretty significant Russian one. I yeah, think. they 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 just caught the the founder, I think, uh, bloods bloods bleeped, so I'll like something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, you got the. But it was a big one in in Russia. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got the the new CEO of FTX saying we might relaunch. Yeah, I mean, come on. So I think I'll let you price in. Um, I don't see. I mean, I think you got a pretty good position at. at you said seventeen or eighteen. Yeah. Uh, I think you got a pretty good position there because uh, you know if we can hold. And I'm not a trader. I'm not good at this shit. But I think if we can hold, you know, above twenty k for even a week, it'll build a little bit of confidence in the people trading yeah and then we may see a little bit more upward movement i think bitcoin's like 21k right now something like that a little bit under but yeah like 2700 or something like that let me just check yeah i think i think eth was uh like 1500 somewhere in that range oh which, look, yeah look at that we are at 21150 which i don't know about you but i'm as, as shitty as Ethereum got for a little while with gas fees and everything, as all that happened, I'm still a huge 
supporter of Ethereum. And I think the the token is pretty pretty solid investment long term, at least, because it's mostly deflationary at this point. Yeah. And everyone's still building on Ethereum despite the high fees. That's where the big money is. That's where the old money is. You know, you got popping up on Polygon and Binance Smart or uh, BNB Smart Chain, whatever it's called now. (laughs) And uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's really all back to Ethereum for the really big money. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why so many projects who are based on several blockchains uh, choose to be on Ethereum even though uh, they're not developing there, but they just want the access or to give the Ethereum whales who are uh, like all of the money that was made on Bitcoin at the beginning went to Ethereum. Well, not all of it, but a big chunk went to Ethereum. So for sure. It's amazing when, whenever I'm just doing some research and I find out about a token, a, a token or something, and then I check the wallets that are, that are, that are holding it, you, you end up seeing wallets with 280 million, 400 million on Ethereum. So it's yeah. just like- 15 board ape NFTs. Yeah, exactly. And I know that most of that money is not like they might have a wallet with 300 million dollars if they wanted to cash it out they would probably have like 50 but they have it they hold it they don't need it and they use that to invest in even more projects that might grow and that will will take their their 30 their 300 million to 350 million so they won't cash out, they don't need the money, but they are looking for investments and they won't do it on a token that is not on Ethereum. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's where the big money's at. It's where it all started. You know, before Ethereum, there really wasn't a, a blockchain that could do what it does. You know, you had, you had the Bitcoin blockchain, which is very capable for sure, but it didn't have the capability to do smart contracts and, and, you know, run programmable money and run games on top of it. Now there's, you know, there's like layer, layer two stuff for Bitcoin blockchain and, you know, you've got Lightning Network and stuff like that. But as far as running like a game on the Bitcoin blockchain, do you want to wait 15 minutes like for your click to go through that, you know? Yeah. So. And if you thought that Bitcoin maximalism was toxic, then you haven't it's, heard of Ethereum maximalism. It's just like, there are so many people that I've told that, I mean, I, I have some some contacts with uh, like some money, not a lot of money, but some money on Ethereum. And I tell them, hey, have you heard about this project? Maybe I try to tell them about Leo Finance or even MorphSwap and, and all of these projects. And they tell me, you know what, if it's not built on Ethereum, even if it's great, I'm not going to invest because I want the Ethereum blockchain to thrive, not other blockchains. So it's just yeah. like, dude, what the hell? Like, you know, your blockchain is inferior, like not on every aspect, but on, in, in some aspects, Ethereum is inferior to Polygon, to to BNB, oh, yeah. like all of those. 
but they yeah. just won't invest in projects built in another blockchain because they are like Ethereum gave them everything. So they want to support the blockchain that got them where they are. So they just don't even consider investing in other uh, blockchains, like in other projects yeah. on other blockchains. So yeah, yeah. You, you, you gotta have at least that blockchain interoperability that for example, uh, Leo Finance has with the Rap Leo, or MorphSwap has with the three uh, blockchains where you can buy the token, which is Polygon, BNB, and Ethereum. But you need to have some sort of uh, contact with the Ethereum blockchain, otherwise, you're not going to get that money. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's where it all started. It's all really gonna stay that way until we have stuff like Hive and uh, even Wax really, really getting a lot of uh, getting a lot of users and you know different stuff being built atop them. Uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is. And who knows? Use whatever chain you want. Uh, who knows? Yeah, and even if those blockchains explode. There, there will be some people that will say I'm not going to invest there because I am an, an only Ethereum supporter. So and that's fine. That's that's the beauty of decentralization and making your own decisions and not having to 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 vote for certain stuff because someone tells you. Yeah, I mean personally, I think DeFi projects that support cross-chain permissionless swaps uh, are going to thrive this year. I don't know why. I just have this feeling we're in a we're in a kind of like revolutionary period where people are less apt to do KYC and stuff like that. I yeah. mean, I'm, me personally, I've been using Coinbase since the days before they had Ethereum and Litecoin. Uh, and last year they asked me to kyc again and i'm like i've been using your platform for this many years why do i need to again provide you all of my documents and such and it got closer and closer and i was thinking about doing it and i was like you know what i'm not gonna do that no need i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that and my account got suspended whatever you know I didn't have anything on there, but I'm like, I've been using this shit for so long. What do you not think I'm who I am at this point? <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather use uh, things like Thor Swap. Uh, I've been using it a lot lately, uh, and Morph Swap too, uh, to move funds between different blockchains and you know not be stuck in one position. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I've been picking up a lot of Rune lately. Really? Yeah. I've been stacking up on Rune. I just, I don't know why, but I have a feeling it's going to do really well uh, in the in the bull cycle. A lot and I got some around like 80 cents, somewhere somewhere like that. Okay. So, I think today, maybe I'm talking out my ass, maybe it was like 90 cents, but... <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like a dollar fifty somewhere in that range, and this was. Yeah, I've been stacking it since it hit like that super low. Whatever super low it hit. <coughs> and morph swap too, 
I saw it dip below two cents, and I'm like, shit. Yeah. Shit. I, that's, I'm going to pick up a bag. Yeah. In Minecraft. <laughs> In Minecraft. And that's that's the thing. I, I <clears throat> So, this is a little bit personal, but... So my my girlfriend wants to make a big purchase in real life. Uh, this is where we are hitting like this this uh, clash of opinions. She thinks that land is gonna go up, and I think that land is going down this year. So she's like, yeah. we, we should buy this, and I'm like, no, we should wait for the balls, and then we will buy even cheaper. Uh, Wait for the bulls. Use some Bitcoin to take out a collateralized loan. Yeah. Use the use the USDC or DAI or whatever you get to make the purchase. Yeah. Pay back the loan as you make money off the off the gains. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know. That's Wait. that's the way. Yeah. Wait. Wait a second. We'll just get back to it. I need to restart this. Yeah. I think we are back. Yeah. Perfect. So I was just gonna say about that. Um, the thing with Bitcoin collateralized uh, loans, I tried it and I actually tried it when I bought that Bitcoin. And uh, the thing is, if you are not a whale, getting a loan from MakerDAO is hard because- It is. The cheapest loan that you can get requires you to lock up around 0.8 Bitcoin to get a loan around of around $7,500. So yeah. you need to have like, my portfolio is doing good, but I don't have almost one coin to just freeze yeah, and make it out, you know? So, yeah, I've been trying to stack it, and I probably will be able to to get a loan in a few months or something like that. But right now, even getting a meager loan of seven thousand five hundred dollars, it's it's it it takes a lot of funds, and especially right now that that Bitcoin is going up. Like, had I bought enough uh, at seventeen k, I would be able to to get the loan right now. But I just, I just don't have the funds. Well, we're going into the bulls, hopefully, anyway. So uh, yeah. maybe, maybe that'll change uh, as far as the value of what you've got. Um, 
I don't know if this is the bull market. I don't know. I don't want to call it a bull trap. Uh, at first, I was in, my immediate reaction was dead cat bounce. Yeah. Immediate. Uh, you know, we're going to see a little upside, a little upside, and then straight back down to where we were at. Just like what happened to Hive. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I, maybe it's different this time. Maybe maybe it's true. Maybe it's different. I, I mean, hope so, for sure. Everyone thinks that the bull market will come in the summer or in 2024. And you know what happens when everyone agrees. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. everyone gets wrecked. And yeah. I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a, a, a TA. I, I don't do TAs and all that stuff, but it would be it would be um, interesting to see how many people would get wrecked uh, if if uh, Bitcoin goes to 30k or something. Because you know there's a lot of moves in the market that are signaled by how many people are uh, margin trading. So if there are a lot of people that could get wrecked by by shorting Bitcoin. Uh, we might see a, a bigger bull run. Yeah. I just, uh, while we were talking here, I looked up the Crypto Fear and Greed Index uh, live. And uh, where do you think we're at on the Fear and Greed in Index? I don't know. 60? We're at 51. We're neutral. 51, okay. We're neutral. That's the first time I've seen it above like extreme fear. Yeah, in quite a while. So that's a pretty good shift in sentiment, if you ask me. It's not super positive, but the negativity is is going down for sure. Yeah, I like that. I like to hear that. And I don't know if, dude, I'm trying to fix my hair, but there's no way you cannot see that I'm balding. <laughs> I'm just like that. I've got plenty of hair for both of us. It's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna go this way. It's fine. There we go. I look weird, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. To me, this is probably the first time in five or six years since I've been in crypto that I am able to, instead of selling profits, I'm able to stack on top of those profits or use those profits to to keep uh, expanding and diversifying my my portfolio, so I don't I don't really mind if the bears uh, last one more year or maybe even two more years. I just don't want to buy anything in real life right now. But my girlfriend wants to buy something in real life, so yeah. Uh, convince her to buy land in the metaverse instead. <laughs> <laughs> try try that pitch and see how it goes. Yeah. How, how did the uh, casino in the metaverse went? It's called Decentral Games. And they use DAI, actually. And they have their own uh, token. I, I actually translated the white paper to Spanish like two years ago. And I don't know where that project went. Do, do you even, did you even hear about it? I heard about... I don't know about that one specifically, but I heard about a couple projects trying to do that. And I think the major issue with that is there's already so many like super sketchy crypto gambling websites. Like 
Okay, cool. Now I can get in VR and go fucking gamble. Like, I don't know. It's just not a not an appeal to me. I there was this project called Funfair. It was an ICO on Ethereum, like in 2017, whenever the ICO boom hit. Yeah. You you were around during the ICO boom, yeah? Yeah, I think I I did hear oh, about the, them. The the crazy Ethereum projects where you would send in ETH and get whatever token back before they launch. Uh, initial coin offerings, and I got into a couple of them. I made some money. I, mean, I got into a couple of them, and I lost some money. But it was like this serious like gambling thing. But they had this company. I, I don't remember. It's probably dead at this point. I'm, I'm sure it's dead. It was called Funfair, and it was supposed to be the first like truly transparent uh, casino games that run on the blockchain. Okay. So there's no like. You know, it used random number generator from maybe it was Chainlink, uh, and it was taken off for a little while there, but then it just kind of died. I think it was too transparent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the problem with casinos—they have to not be transparent to make yeah. money. Yeah, exactly. People were actually winning money, and it was a big problem. <laughs> wow, that's wild to think about. Yeah, there are so many games, well, not, not games, there are so many projects and apps uh, that they just thrive out of 1,000 users, losing all of it, and then they just disappear. There are so, so many gambling sites. This takes me back, I don't want to uh, make switch up the subject, but it takes me back to, uh, you know, when I was first getting into crypto, I think I was... Uh, I think I first got into Bitcoin around like 2015, somewhere in that range. And I was, I had a pretty, I bought a mining rig and I started like, you know, farming and, and mining Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, but then when I discovered uh, Ethereum and it was, I discovered Ethereum like right before the ICO boom hit. And I think it was around like $7 uh, is when I kind of like started paying attention to it. Cause I was like, there's not really anything like this. Uh, and I, I remember investing in some of the dumbest shit you could even imagine. Yeah. Like, I, I jumped into it was an ICO called Match Pool, and it was like a like a dating site <laughs> that runs on Ethereum. I invested like I, I don't remember, but I ended up doubling my money, which was cool. But if I had just held that ETH for like another year, I would have like 10x or wow. 20x. <laughs> so I did a lot of like experimenting with ICOs and stuff like that and uh, in Minecraft obviously because those weren't uh, a, a popular thing in the US uh, obviously I did all this in Minecraft I would never consider doing anything like that yeah <clears throat> but the only thing that happens in real life is going on a boating uh, trip and losing your USB keys yeah if and it's happened to us all right we, we've gone out on our boats and you know we had our ledgers we had our our hardware wallets or whatever with us and you know something happens and you it just goes away it falls into yeah. the water maybe you're you know showing your buddy your 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 ledger and it just flies into the water so because it happens you, to you, us all. you have to take it everywhere otherwise it could get stolen so yeah, you gotta take it everywhere. 
not great advice. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, it, it takes me back to like the early days of of like before there was anything popular like Bitcoin. I was in Monero then too. Really? Did you ever, Monero XMR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh... I started accumulating XMR like eighty cents. Holy shit, yeah. at what price did you sell? Well, let's just say it was a lot. <laughs> in, uh, let's just Minecraft. say it was a good amount uh, in Minecraft. And <laughs> because Monero is completely private, uh, and, you know, I, uh, I ended up getting... Speaking of Monero, check this out. <clears throat> oh. So this is yeah. a limited mint... Uh, Monero token that uh, there were only a hundred of them and it was one Monero one XMR uh, and yeah I ended up getting one I saw it on reddit and I was like I have to have this yeah and you paid an XMR and they were shipped from like Honolulu Hawaii but yeah super valuable to me maybe not worth anything but it's one of a hundred yeah and it does have like a like a key on it that has some Monero in it. Yeah, pretty nice. cool. Oh, dude, you know what? We we should do something like that. <laughs> like, you like we we could mint, uh, let's just say one thousand Leo tokens, like Leo coins, and then like they are worth I don't know a hundred Leo, <clears throat> and ship them all over the world. You could do something like this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This one's my favorite. It could be gold. Yeah. Nah. I don't know, I like shit like that. I'm, 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 like, I'm like actually you jealous of, of those three coins. Yeah, they, they stay on my desk at all times. It's like, you know, positive vibes. Yeah. I don't know. I once heard, I don't even know if it's true, but I once heard that you could buy a physical Bitcoin and it was worth one Bitcoin back when it was like $50 or something like that. And you had yeah. like an address inside or in the package or somewhere. And that like you, you would get the physical token and you would get the address with yeah. one Bitcoin. There was a company doing that uh, way back. I, I think early 20, 2016, 2017, there was a company doing like, you could buy Bitcoin vouchers. And it was something like that. It wasn't like a coin, but it was like a voucher code uh, for X amount of Bitcoin. And it was like for gifting. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be super dope to run like a limited. Maybe we do a limited mint GM token. No, yeah, hey. that, 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 that would be cool. Yeah. Gotta gotta do shameless plug real quick. <laughs> Damn friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be sick. Uh, we, we already have plans to do some physical stuff anyway, so ah, maybe nice. we could roll that in. Yeah. And you also have the uh, Cryptoholics hoodie, right? It's a it's a t shirt, but we have the graphic ready to go on literally anything, so I think I think maybe this year we we release something, uh, maybe like a limited release, like 
hoodie or t-shirt or maybe something like that uh, anybody that likes the show or supports can buy it maybe it comes with an nft i don't know yeah to to be able to get zoom pro <laughs> so we can afford zoom pro that's yeah. really what this is about yeah exactly. because <laughs> <laughs> we just found out it's more expensive than we thought so you know support the show uh upvote the videos if you're on hive if you're on leo finance upvote the videos yeah reblog reblog drop us a thread do we have anything going on on threads right now let's see i don't even know if we have like maybe some people use the cryptoholics tag maybe let's see and for anybody listening that may not know what Threads is, it's uh, it's like Twitter on the blockchain. That's leofinance.io slash threads at the moment. Soon to be just leofinance.io. Um, yeah, so you can tweet just like you do on Twitter, but it runs on the blockchain. You own your content, uh, and there's you know tokenomics built in. Um, it's a fun time, and we... Uh, we kind of launched the show through it. Did we? Did we? Did we? Did we do the show before Threads? I don't think we did. Uh, it was like super early Threads. Yeah, I think it was like at the beginning of Threads. Yeah. And there know, was like, like one thread per hour. Yeah. And now there's like every time I refresh, there's there's usually you know some new stuff on there. Yeah. You know what I think? I'm I'm thinking that Thursdays are more active uh, blockchain uh, wise than Fridays. I don't know. I, if I, you're listening and you're on uh, Threads or Hive, uh, use the Cryptoholics hashtag if you want to ask us a question or do a suggestion for the show, anything like that prefer on threads because it's like twitter so yeah use the cryptoholics hashtag and uh maybe we'll see it while we're live yeah we we should definitely uh get cal to give you permissions to to go on discord i think we would like all of these people who are uh for like all the people that are just on discord like checking messages and all that stuff and they see someone live they just tune in you know yeah I would... uh and like five minutes ago uh no it was quite a while ago cal was asking when we go live i saw that uh cal if you hear us i need permission to speak in the discord he just replied on Discord and he said we should make a separate channel for more town hall stuff with open permissions. Yeah, I think I'll... maybe not open permissions, but you know, more loose. Yeah, I mean, we already have the Leo TV channel, which is something that I yeah. I was thinking more like like to always have well, not always, but every day have something happening in leo tv you know that's why i called it leo tv so yeah. uh but yeah maybe we can make another channel i don't know maybe it can be the, like the uh ama 
channel and the Leo TV channel. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask him. That'd be cool if we could host this on Discord and then maybe, maybe we could even do the video through Discord. Yeah, uh, I can. I don't know what the parameters are like on it, but I think it would be better than Zoom. Yeah, definitely. Especially because Zoom messes up with my screen. I always get like this noise, like yep. not, not noise uh, as in nice, but noise as in white noise, like some kind of not white noise, yeah. Yeah, Zoom hates my computer. It, it has been an ongoing theme. If you've ever watched our show, you've probably heard me complain about Zoom, but fuck Zoom. It hates my computer. Like, I, I don't understand. It's a good computer. It runs everything fine. But Zoom in particular makes it, like, freak out. So I have to run this through the browser, uh, which limits my limits my capabilities. So maybe, maybe one day we get Zoom. Yeah, very uh, limited. You know no, what we should just... do? I, I just cut you off very badly, sorry. No, you're good. But I was rambling. We should, we, we should make a daily thread with Cryptoholics and ask for nerdy and geek topics people want us to cover. And then that kind of makes them want to attend the show. I love that idea, actually. What? Yeah. We can thread like once a day or, you know, every so often and say hey you know show this weekend what would you like to hear us talk about any suggestions um you know yeah i think that would probably help us build a little bit better of an audience yeah at least have five people. people that yeah i like that and if we can even get them to join and have a beer with us which is we just give them permissions on discord and they jump in and we just record them Nice, I like that. If you'd like to join and have a beer with us uh, sometime, drop us a thread. Use the Cryptoholics hashtag. Um, let us know. Maybe maybe jump on the, the stream next week. Yeah. I don't know what day we're going to be doing it, but Thursdays seem better. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Because it's not the, the super weekend, but it's like, it's like weekend eve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are still like in a like they are already in a party mood or like in a chill mood without leaving the computer because I kind of feel like on a Friday night nobody wants to tune in like except us. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't do anything. We're just, yeah. we're fucking nerds. We just get here and do a podcast. Everybody yeah. else is doing fun stuff. <laughs> oh, which was yeah. uh, uh, I wanted to mention something about that, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah. It, it's got something to do with crypto, basement dueling, and... and uh, oh, yeah, memes. I think memes. This, is good, this is a good uh, topic to close the show with. But Yes, memes. You are pretty much flagshipping a meme campaign on threads, right? So... Yeah, I was just thinking the king about of memes, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know how like memes evolved from rage phases, and rage phases were um, like like everything on the internet, on the fringe side of the internet is born on uh, 4chan and all those uh, 
text forums. And it's just like whenever they hit Facebook or the concept hits Facebook and Instagram, then uh, like 4chan already knows it's time to move on and they just gen generate new concepts. Like first it was rage phases, then it was like all of these, like the original memes where you had like awkward penguin. Uh, you had the chaos wolf, the awkward penguin, yeah, the, exactly. the philosophy. Philosophy Raptor has fucked up philosophy. <laughs> yeah, Philosoraptor. Philosoraptor, yeah, yeah, there you go. And you have uh, Bad Luck Brian, Asshole Oh man, Steve. Bad Luck Brian. Yeah. And like, then uh, uh, Scumbag Steve yeah. with a hat. Oh man, <laughs> this takes me back to uh, uh, I Can Hash Cheeseburger yeah. and uh, like Nine Gag. Yeah. Oh. Why, why not both and all that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so it was oh. like, but dude, Rage Faces were around in 2009, and those were like a very geeky and nerdy uh, side of the internet. Like, if you used memes to communicate with other people, and they didn't know the memes, like, you were really so like, you had to be a geek to know what memes were, and you had to knew to know the the context. And right now, like, memes are just like, you just crop a picture of someone and then you say, oh, do you want a pizza? And that's it. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I've noticed people don't really get the, like, the old school memes. Yeah. Like the troll face and the lol face. Exactly. Uh, and you had, like, layers upon layers. And if you didn't get yeah. the memes in 2010, you don't get the memes in 2013. And then you just don't have the experience and the background to understand the memes in 2015. But nowadays, yeah. you can just meme anything. And meme just like... Everything it got... is a meme. Exactly. Everything is a meme and everything can become a meme. Which is good because now it's mainstream. But like they're no longer a geeky or nerdy topic to talk about. But yeah, it's fun to remember. Yeah. Everybody makes memes now. I, all I had to do was say it makes some memes, and we got a like however many hundred people on threads saying, you know, making memes about whatever. Yeah. I didn't say a specific thing. I was like, they should drop some memes. Like, let's go. Like, we. If I'm on Twitter, I don't want to read a bunch of bullshit. I want some memes in between, like some funny stuff, like yeah. some relatable stuff. Yeah. And I, I love how it kind of just like took took off. Uh, so drop some memes did, on threads. Yeah. Use the memes hashtag. Uh, I vote all of them, just so you know. Uh, it's such a universal language, just like just like GM. You know. Yeah, GM right now it's for like. Well, for example, if if someone in crypto calls you sir instead of sir. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You, you, you just know that you cannot trust that person. And if someone <laughs> says "good, good morning" instead of "gm," like you, <laughs> you, you just know that's a Nigerian scammer. Like nothing against Nigerian, could be Mexican, but you just know yeah, it's yeah. a scammer trying it's to. Scammer for sure. Do you know? Be, 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 or someone calls you boss, like you know something shady is going on right yeah. now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> If you scroll past a GM, what are you even doing? You have to yeah. say it back. Yeah, you exactly. have to. part of the culture at this point. Yeah, and I'm in a campaign, and I don't know if you noticed. I think you did, 
but every morning I just take a different Pepe or Pepe. I don't even know. Pepe. How it's. Yeah, Rare Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just take a random Pepe from my folder. I have like 1,000 or something like that. So I just take a random one and I just take it, paste it into threads, and send that Pepe to a used folder. And then I just oh my. come up with something to say GM friends. And you know what? I you know, it's just so easy to thread. It. I love it. Threads doesn't take any thought. You just you hop on, you say whatever. Maybe you make a meme. But I have to say though, and this is on record, you have the best collection of Pepe's I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've never seen so many Pepe's. Yeah. And I've seen a lot. You know, I, I was memeing way back, but yeah, yeah. you've got quite the collection. <laughs> you got some rare Pepe's in there for sure. Yeah, and you know what, it's just, <laughs> I I got into uh, the weird geek internet subculture uh, back in 2011 through a website called Funny Junk. And they were, like we were so hateful of nine gag because we no, were like no, yeah. yeah nine gag is where the normies uh, it's for the normies yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and then i i keep going into that website and i have like a reaction folder so massive it's just like i'm not even gonna use all of them and i'm not even gonna watch uh, see all of them again and i just have this reaction folder where uh, i mean it's just I think I'm showing my power levels right now, but you are. You're yeah. you're easily over nine thousand. Right <laughs> easily. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, it was like some of these pages, and I wanted to do something like that, like funnyjunk.com, in case anyone wants yeah. to waste a big chunk of your life watching stupid shit. So I wanted to make something like that for Hive for short content. Uh, but I mean, not 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 like the threads part, but more of uh, like you know you know this marketing study about how scrolling down on Facebook or on Twitter is the same as as playing in a casino. Like your brain thinks you're doing the same, so you get addicted and you yeah. get you you get i don't know if it's serotonin or or what's the you get that little dopamine hit like you, dopamine. you get that like yeah yeah exactly so this this website funny jump does the same you just hit next 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 and then you keep seeing memes and then there's some a lot of uh, like you so the focus is the meme or the image it's just an image uh, but the comment sections are, are huge, like sometimes you can have 4,000 comments. So imagine if we could have that on Hive for like not short form content because that already exists on, on threads, but, but like for memes or for, some, or for something like that on chain that you can earn tokens for that. But then you have content consumers, not content creators, which is, in my opinion, the the long-lasting problem of hive you have 10,000 people yeah too many creators not enough consumers and yeah. if we could shift that and i think threads can shift that because even though you're creating content by threading 
like what one of my threads yesterday got 36 replies I think I haven't gotten a post like that in years with so many replies so I think threads can shift the culture a little bit and have more engagers rather than creators and that's like that that's a great thing that is a great thing uh, not only are you capturing the people that maybe don't have interest in creating long-form content or whatever maybe they just you know they prefer short form you're capturing those people too and that's that's pretty amazing yeah uh, i think it was taskmaster put out a post that threads is like a meme epicenter and uh, <laughs> I, I think it's true like we, we need to light it up with memes the more the more interactions the more you know transactions we push to the chain through threads is is beneficial to the network effect yeah and by network effect i mean like the rankings on like dap radar and you know stuff like that shows millions of transactions a day you know that's great yeah and one of the things i i don't want threads to become is just a shielding space for post links and I don't think I, yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think there should be a lot more diverse content. Apart yeah, from there's nothing, nothing wrong with dropping your link to your to your post, but at at minimum, add to it. You know, maybe hit some key points in like a thread storm. Exactly. Or you know, maybe some different thoughts on it that you didn't share in the post itself. But like you know, I don't know. I don't like the whole check out this link check out this post it's like why would I click on that <laughs> yeah yeah one of the best Twitter strategies I have seen lately and maybe like you're following me so maybe you see all of those re re retweets I do but it's from people who are like I just cracked the code for making margaritas read this thread and then you open it and it's like Point one, point two, point three, point four, and then subscribe to my channel, and then get more, more tips on, on making booze, or things like that. But but the cool part about that is that you could actually promote your posts in a in a smart way without just dropping the link. Like I just cracked the code. Like for example, my next post is scheduled for uh, in an hour and a half. And it speaks a little bit about why saving is not going to be enough if you want to make it in this economy. So it's a 1,500 word post. But I could easily uh, write, let's just say, three threads about it without giving out all the important information, making people want to click the link if they want to learn the whole story. Yeah, that's the way to do it. No, yeah. I don't think that just dropping your link in there is is an effective use of threads. However, effective use of threads is, is all uh, subjective. You know, it's all it's all about your point of view. Yeah, I, I mean, think we, all want, we all want clicks. Know, yeah, everybody wants clicks. Everybody wants votes. There's that's no secret, and you know outside of just being a supplement for that it's it's a great thing for the ecosystem that could potentially bring a, a massive amount of users especially if it's easy to use and easy to understand 
which it is. Yeah. It's a CCS memeing. Yeah, it's easy, easy as memeing. <laughs> uh, we got another listener on Twitter close to the end. Uh, Crypto Lemon. What's up, man? Hope you're doing good. It's been a while since I've seen you around. Hope you're doing good. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, I think we're close to wrapping up here. Yeah. Got some final thoughts. We have five minutes left on our uh, non-pro Zoom session. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. What do you want to close out with, man? Uh, I don't know. Let's shield something. Oh, yeah. Tezos. Oh, I, about... I know what we can close out with. I got it. Tezos. It's this right here. Yeah, exactly. I was just uh, going to ask Tezos about the next big thing on GM Friends. So, if you don't know, I founded a crypto project called GM Friends uh, four months ago. Launched it on Threads. Uh, we've got about I think uh, 1,295 NFTs minted. Uh, we've got tokens being mined every day, uh, GM tokens. Um, and in two days, uh, the next big release for GM Friends goes live, which is called GM Cards. And they are cards you can hold in your wax wallet. You can only get them by blending uh, previous NFTs. And uh, as, as long as you hold them, they're going to boost your GM mining rewards on threads. So instead of, if say for example, you hold a, and this is just shitty math off the top of my head. Say for example, <laughs> you hold the, the 1.5X, instead of mining 6.9 GM, you'll mine 13, 12, 12 I don't know. Whatever, whatever 1.5x of that is, 6.9. Oh, 1.5, so well, that would be like 11, <laughs> and like 10.4 yeah, or something like that. Like that. Uh, you'll mine that instead, as long as you hold that NFT in your wallet. So, oh, nice. Uh, there's five tiers. There's a mega boost that's 2.5x on your mining. Uh, to get them, like I said, you have to blend the, the Christmas NFTs that came out right before the holidays. You blend those with uh, different amounts of GM tokens, uh, and you get your card. That goes live at 4.20 a.m. on the 22nd, I believe. Could be wrong, but I think that's what we, we set up for. Um, yeah, so if you support me, if you like my project, grab some NFTs, go blend them. Um, you know, you can increase your mining and support the project because we've got some really cool ideas and we need to uh, make sure we keep rocking with it. So, if I have, uh, I think I have like 20 or something like that GM Friends. So it's the normal GM Friends NFT, not the Halloween, Christmas, or you can use the, those. The ones that are going to be used for blending in this set of cards is the Christmas ones. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I had to, I made a little mistake when I created them. I set a max supply of 420 of them when I didn't intend to do that. Uh, so I had to kill that template and start a new one um, with an unlimited supply because you're going to need a lot of them if you want to get the mega boost. I think you need 144 uh, to blend all of the lower tiers and, and all that. Um, but yeah, so 
you need NFTs, you need GM tokens, um, and you'll be able to hold, and it'll only be one boost per account. So like you couldn't hold a 1.5X and a 1.9X and stack them, it's one per. You can have all the other ones you want, you can collect them to boot, upgrade your boost, whatever, but you'll only have one active boost at a time. Okay. That yeah. sounds like I have to go buy some uh, TM Friends uh, Christmas NFTs. Yeah, so I know it's not Christmas anymore, but they're literally just going to get burned anyway. Uh, and this is the way to get the uh, boost NFTs. This um, is the way. This is the way. Uh, so not financial advice, not asking you to invest, uh, but if you're interested in supporting your boy and my project that's ultimately aimed at bringing new users to Leo Finance, you know, grab some NFTs, start blending. And we are officially verified on NFT Blocks, which is the second largest NFT marketplace on Wax. I don't know if I can... I had to sign some documents and stuff, so I don't know how much I can say, but we are verified. And then uh, I just got uh, yesterday or today, I, I can't remember, but I got an email that we got verified on Atomic Hub, which is the largest NFT marketplace on Wax. So nice. we go in places. Uh, we're legit now. So no scams, no rug pulls over here. Uh, it's all <laughs> legit. <laughs> I can see them here. GM friends on Nefty Blocks. We have like 30 seconds. But. Yeah, uh, Nefty Blocks. All the stuff is there now. You don't have to go to you know two different websites to do the blending and whatnot. It's all on Nefty Blocks. So support the project. We got 20 seconds remaining. Thanks for coming out for season two premiere of Cryptoholics. It's been awesome. We'll see you next week. Thanks everyone who is watching us uh, later on the week. Yes. Thanks for watching later. Thanks for watching live or listening live and have a GM. I think we can wait until... Ah. <laughs> okay.